You're now tuned in to Urban Outdoors Podcast with me, your host, Doug Burdell, and my following, the In the Wing Gang. We're here to talk about the outdoors, from hunting, camping, fishing, boats and kayaks, gardening, hiking and health. So if it sounds good to you, then join the gang. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. What's going on, gang? Today's Sunday, March 6, 2022. Last show, I talked about the collapse of the economy and how to prepare for it. This week, I will tell you 10 things to expect after things go bad. We all see what's going on between uh, Ukraine and Russia and the threat of a nuclear attack. But this week on Survival Time, we'll talk about surviving the fallout of a nuke attack. We have a lot going on this week, and we'll talk about it all. After these messages, brought to you by Anchor. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. Now, let's just jump right into it. The first thing we're going to see and notice is a food shortage and a good shortage off the rip. Now, farmers and manufacturers are still growing. They're still making, you know, the supplies. But we have to remember if the economy is gone, we have nothing in place for transporting our goods, let alone farmers having enough help to even deal with the crop, like to help with the crop. So that means a lot of crops will go to waste. Think about all the livestock that can't get processed. Cows, sheep, chickens, pigs, goats, deer, like all the meat, turkey. You know what I'm saying? All the meat. It can't get processed if we have no no plants in place. We have no plants. Everything's shut down. The dairy farmers. Remember them? They had to, even with um we seen about the dairy farmers with the, the uh corona situation and that whole virus. People weren't even taking their products because they were scared that they might catch corona. So dairy farmers had to, you know, get rid of a whole bunch of products. Waste. All that stuff that they did, it, it just waste. So when it all comes down to it, it's going to be a lot of things going to waste because the people that supplies the world, they have no help. You know what I mean? They have no help cropping or motherfucking manufacturing the thing. So a lot of the crops is just going to go to waste. So what they, they'll probably just, you know, cut their losses and start saving what they can for them. And, um, if anybody was smart and lived by them, they'll probably try to help them out a little bit so they can take some goods, you know, for the home for themselves. So when all that happens, like, you know what I mean? Like our supplies is getting low. Things on the shelf is, you know, is dwindling. So here comes hyperinflation and hyper demand, which causes a dramatic price increase. So for whatever we have left, it's going to be a skyrocket price. Now the people with money, this is where it gets crazy because all the people with money, they're going to buy up everything that's left. So it leaves the people without money to fend for themselves. So I would highly recommend growing your own food, learn how to forage for food, and trading goods will help you get by in times like this. Also, try to keep some livestock around if you can. Pig, chicken, something. Something that generates more for you. Especially some chickens, duck, something. And learn how to hunt. So let's move right on to number two. So 
Number two, your paper money is no longer good after the economy collapses. Like nobody wants paper money, it has no value to it. Precious metals, tangible goods, skills and services becomes a new currency. Metals will retain value because it could be used worldwide. Minute coins hold value and most people know this. So they'll take that over paper money. Also remember, neighboring countries, economies hasn't fallen. So you could take your precious metals there to get the best value and hold your money until your country is up and running again. Your skills and talents will probably be your best line of currency. You can always offer your skills or talent in return for something. Skills like fishing, um, hunting, carpentry, sewing, medicine and home brewing, welding, just to name a few. When your paper money is no good, what you can do will determine what you can pay for. Number three, homelessness. Evictions and foreclosures are inevitable. Landlords will evict by law or by force. And when you can't pay for it, government mortgage and rent relief programs, they only last so long. So a lot of people will probably move into one of their family members who own a house and they will just have to hold that house down together, which isn't a bad idea in a time like this, because the more people you have, the more help you have. And also the more defense you have to defend that home. But for the majority of people, most will be out on the streets looking for or trying to build a new home. It's a crazy thing, but it's just, it just is what it is. And I know people don't really want to hear it, but it's the truth. People's like not going to let you live for free. And um, it's, they're not really going to do an IOU situation when we have no currency. So how can you really say you're going to pay somebody back? So this is just things to look for. Number four. When you're dealing with the homelessness, migration is, that's going to happen. Now, this is bound to happen because people will be looking for food and work and shelter. Now, this can be a problem. Too many people in a new area can deplete your resources. Also, they can try to take over your home if they feel like they have the upper hand. If you are forced to migrate, try not to do it with a large group. People don't accept a large number of of people coming in and I feel that if I, I'd rather help one person than five people because then five people is going to take away so much more than that one person I'm not saying I wouldn't help five people but I'm just saying it's easier to help one person than five so remember that moving on to number five utility interruption now this is where it gets bad light water and gas will eventually go if we have no money we have no one running our utility building. So expect power outages due to pirate stealing power and it will probably divert power from your location and will cause a power outage. Utilities will never be free. So they'll just cut off the services and they'll just shut down. The US power grid is old as fuck right now and needs consistent maintenance year round. So extended utility interruptions are inevitable. Don't forget national disasters, like natural disasters. I'm sorry, not natural, Nas natural disasters. Um, that's in your area altogether, because if you're in an area that are common earthquakes, right? 
and we're already on a power outage and you have earthquakes like bro sis it's gonna be bad bad because you don't even have power now it's an earthquake you know what i mean it's gonna get ugly so just remind just remember that like if you're in a place where it floods a lot it's gonna get bad bad like this is things that you have to realize on top of everything already going to shit so alternative power alternative power methods and water reserves provide a little comfort when things go bad it can hold you down until we start rebuilding so that's five things right now got five more to go we're going to take a little break and we'll come right back after these messages brought to you by anchor If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, I will highly appreciate it. You can find the link in episode description for anyone who would like to show their support. And once again, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. We're going to finish it up with 6 through 10 we'll jump right into six so with six crime increases crime increases tremendously after a nation's economy fails kidnapping mugging robberies and looting become a common thing the police that are left if any cannot patrol a great area many police officers have family and will help them before they help you so play it safe make sure your windows are covered so people can't see in Keep your goods hidden and not out in the open. And keep a dummy stash. A dummy stash, you say? This is something that if just so happens, someone comes in and wants to take your thing, they can take that. Let them take that. When you still have a whole lot more left, we're going to move over to number seven. Military rule. So after everything goes bad, we're losing police and all that. Now this happens when our local police loses control and can no longer govern. So the local, state, and federal governments will do whatever they can to restore the peace. Now this might lead to bigger armed confrontations, which could cause a greater military presence or a form of martial law. Be prepared to lay low or move to your safe location if need be. If you can, make your safe location away from the inner city Try to find a royal area with less people. That means it's less people to fight. Now, the military forces may not always be a good thing. They need to eat, too, and they might come to knock. Keep some supplies out, like the dummy stash I was talking about. So if they come, they can take that and think they're taking it, think they're taking all you have. But in all actuality, you have a whole nother stash to get along with. Number eight, limiting are complete failure of our police and fire department. Depending on how bad things get, we might lose our police and fire department. What I do know is, the harder it is to get to you, the greater the chances they're not coming. Meaning if streets are blocked with abandoned cars and burning barrels and all that, they're not coming. If the area is a threat to them, they're not coming. 
you got to think at this point we're in martial law so it's going to be little communities holding little communities down whichever however way they can so if that's a threat to the remaining police officers or officers of the law that we have left they're not going to jeopardize it they're not coming if you can remember katrina cops and officers of the law wasn't coming into work it was helping their own family and i don't blame them so if that being said keep a fire extinguisher on hand to put out a fire if need be check your home tighten up your security cut plywood the size of windows and doors so you can board them up if you need to stockpile weapons and practice how to use them and how to defend your home better to know how to use it now than trying to figure it out when you need it number nine no disaster relief at this stage things are bad we have no one we have no help coming at this point beware of natural disasters that happen in your area natural tornadoes earthquakes that things like that can cripple a community and cause people to start rebuilding on their own with no help you got to think if the power's out we got power outages and everything like that things are blocked off and then an earthquake hit you're probably cut off from the rest of society somewhere at some point so just be mindful of these things and we're going to wind it up with number 10 after all that if we can make it here we have made it to a new world after it's all said and done we will have a new way of living governments governments might change but the economy will continue one way or another powers may change hands at the highest of levels whole systems and democracies can swift can swiftly become rivals or outright conquer eventually some stability will form can't tell you what it is or what it may be but what i do know is a change will come so take the steps today to hold out if need be remember the better you prepare the better your chances are to making it to the recovery while they're in the house we're in the wind urban outdoors I want to thank everybody for listening today. Any listener want to join the In the Wind game? You can head on over to urbanoutdoors.online, find something you like, and if you feel like, you can send me a picture of whatever you bought on Instagram, urban underscore outdoors underscore. Send me a DM, and I'll post you on the page. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. Now back to the show. It's survival time. Each week, I'll read one page from the Ultimate Bushcraft Survival Manual. This book has 272 wilderness skills. The goal is to learn them all. So as I grow, we grow. Let's learn to survive in the wild. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me for another week of survival time. And this week, we are surviving. A nuclear blast so the first thing you want to do is get inside if you're not get to the nearest building stay away from windows the deeper and the lower you get in the building the higher your chances you have of surviving for example a basement or like um, a parking garage if you're outside when the blast happens lay face down at the lowest point you can if you're in a car get to the floor after the shock wave get inside don't touch your face at all excuse me not even your ears 
If you have a face mask, wear it. Cover your mouth with a cloth or a towel when you're outside. When you get in, right when you get in, take off everything and try to put it in a bag and get rid of it ASAP. Wash down ASAP to remove the radiation from your skin. Do not scrub because you don't want to break your skin and now you got the radiation inside of it. Make sure you blow your nose, wipe down your ears, everything. Use soap, not conditioner, because conditioner will bond will bond the radiation with your hair. You don't want to do that. Um, if your ass was outside when this happened and you survived the shockwave, get inside ASAP. The highest level of radiation will come with the fallout. The fallout is all the shit that's falling out the sky, the debris, all that shit that's going to come with it. That's the highest level of the radiation. This means, well, this gives you, if you're at a good enough distance, this gives you about 10 to 15 minutes to find shelter or protect yourself from the fallout. If home, if you're inside your house, close all the doors and windows, turn off all your fans and HVAC systems, close your fireplace dampers, use plastic and duct tape to seal off doors and all entry way points into your building. Radiation will sit on the side of a building, especially the side of the blast will contain the most radiation. If you have a basement, that is the safest place to be. Radiation will be at its highest in the first hour. Make sure to blow your nose, wipe your uh, eyes and ears down with wet wipes. If you, if you were outside and, and you don't have like um, a shower or anything like that, try to get some wet wipes and wipe all that down. Now, your gut is very sensitive. So if you start throwing up within this time, within, the, you know, within that hour of all this happening, it's likely you have radiation poison. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's more likely for you to die within an hour after you're throwing up due to the radiation poison. If you have a garden... The food is no good, no good. Especially if you have um, plants, like stuff that's underground, it's no good. It's soaked right up into it. Stop using the water system. Stop using your sink. Stop using all that. At this point, you need to be using the reserve waters that is stashed away. If you can see ash on the ground or fall out or, or, or falling from the sky, do not come outside. In about two weeks from the blast, 99% of the radiation will be will be gone. That one percent is still harmful to you. That one percent is still harmful. You hear me? I will wait at least three weeks before moving, because that changes it from fatal to survivable. So at least three weeks. Me, I might not move until I have to 100% move. So but that's survival time this week. Hope everything gets better. Hope the Ukraine and the Russian thing gets settled quick. Um, hope World War III doesn't happen but it looks like uh, very possible so I would like everybody to protect yourself love your family stop worrying about bullshit and just focus on positive we'll catch you next week while they're in the house we're in the wind Urban Outdoors okay ladies and gentlemen this week I got a quote for you. I don't know where it came from. I just like it. It reads, 
Go with the choice that scares you the most. Because that's the one that's going to help you grow. I'll let y'all sit on that for the week. We'll catch you next week. Whether in the house or in the wind. It's that time of the show again. I know. I enjoyed myself today, too. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. If this is your first time to the show, please leave a review, good or bad. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the show and tell a friend. If you would like to contact me, follow me on Instagram, urban underscore outdoor underscore. Hope to hear from everyone soon. I want everybody to be better today than they was yesterday. And we'll see everybody next week while they're in the house or in the wind. Urban Outdoors.